Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. Thank you for listening today because we have an exciting guest as always. I do not know how she does it all. She's on so many boards, involved in so many things in the community, and has a full-time job on top of it all. Today, I have the pleasure of sitting down with Denise Barksdale, Assistant Manager for the Town of Halifax. Welcome! Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've earned some, you've earned some brownie points here today, so thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I can't wait to talk to you. I I was, you know, trying to find out everything that you do before uh, you came here today, and it's so much. <laughs> I don't know how you do it all, and I want to learn how you juggle it all. But we're going to get started on your background. So I want to know how you got to where you are today. What led you to becoming the assistant manager for the town of Halifax? What led me here? That, that's a good question, but that's an easy one to answer. Um, I am a transplant to Halifax okay. County. 22 years now. Okay. I relocated to Halifax County in early 2000 with my then employer, which was A&N. It was an athletic and clothing store. Oh, I remember. Yes. Yeah, that many people here in the community probably do remember. Yes. Uh, It was in the um, shopping center Mm -hmm. over there where the Dollar General is at and the the food line and tractor supply. Yeah. I'd been with them um, for almost 15 years. Wow. Uh, re- relocated here to, to take over the store that they opened. Um, so they closed in 2008. Okay. Um, I took a couple months off. And then lo and behold, I went to work for the town of Halifax. Awesome. As an administrative assistant and just kind of, you know, climbed and worked my way up, up the ladder there to my current position of the assistant manager. Wow. For the town. So I've always been in the public eye. Just, yeah. just a little bit of a difference in retail public and local government yeah. public. But needless to say, they are both very interesting. <laughs> never, a dull, never a dull moment when you're working with the public, as I'm sure. I can imagine. You are very much aware. Yes, but we that, are. That is how I ended up here okay. in the county. Okay, so you've been with the town of Halifax for how long? You said 2008? Four. Yes, so 14 years. Okay. 14 years now. Okay. And you said, you know, you've always been in the public eye. Mm-hmm. What is that like? How does that feel for you? It, do you like it? I do like it. I think that's mm-hmm. because that's all I've ever really you know, done. Yeah. I've been in the public, like I said, whether that was in, in retail or helping with different events. You know, So it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's challenging mm-hmm. in, in itself. And there's never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. It keeps me on my toes. Yes. Which I do like. Yeah. I, like to, I do like to stay busy. Mm-hmm. So as I'm sure you're aware, working with the public, dealing with the general public does keep you, keeps you on your toes. Keeps me busy. There's always something to do. For sure. Yeah. I, and I, I lots was, of people watching. Yeah, there are lots of people watching. Yeah. I won't forget when I was interviewed uh, for the town of Halifax, David Martin uh-huh. and Carl Espy, our town manager, did my interview. And, and Carl Espy told me that day, he said, well, there is never a dull moment here and I, and I tell him to this day that that was that was a very truthful statement awesome. because there is always something going on in the town or within <laughs> the office always something yeah ever changing too well so being 
in the positions that you've been. It sounds like you've been in leadership positions for a very long time. Yes, ma'am. So did you always know from a young age that you wanted to be in those kind of positions and in leadership? Do you consider yourself a leader from a very young age? Um, think I would that? say yes. I think yeah? so. Be, and I think that comes from being the oldest child. Of course. Being the oldest yes. of, of three. So I think that played a role in that. And, and it's not that I enjoy always being the boss because we know that sometimes that can it's hard be a little challenging yeah but i do like being in the leadership and being able to teach and Mm. help people learn and grow Mm -hmm. i I think that's that's the biggest enjoyment we've just recently hired a a new lady at the town Mm -hmm. um my uh, prior person left me after almost 14 years she came in about the same time i did but it's also fun right now being able to help this, this new lady and individual yeah. learn the process and learn about the town and, and what we do. So, so it is fun. It is, it's a great way to be able to teach folks and, and help them learn. So I well, do enjoy that. That's a great characteristic to have, um, the teaching aspect, mm-hmm. because not everyone has that. And that can be really, really tough. And um, what other characteristics do. do you feel that you have that have helped you get to where you are? Um, I won't say I'm always a good listener. Oh, I do think sometimes, you know, and they say people with red hair <laughs> can have can have that temperament of being a little stubborn and 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 you know hard headed. So I will own up to that, as as my husband will also <laughs> tell you. Yes, you can be very stubborn and hard headed, but I am always open to change. Oh, that's I'm always big. open to change. I'm always open to learning something new, trying something different. So I think that helps tremendously when you're working in the public that is a big deal yeah you Um, have to be open to change and change can always be tough at the beginning mm -hmm. but a lot of times change is always good absolutely you have to change to grow right we do we do and i think that's one thing that it can hold us back if we're not careful yes we have to be open yes and so you have a lot of people um, that look up to you, and uh, Thank so you that. yeah. So, how would you describe your leadership style? Um, I, I do say as a leader, I'm very easy to get along with. Okay. Um, I, like again, I'm open to suggestions. I may have been doing something this way for 14 years. My new lady may come in and say, "Hey, wait a minute. Why don't we try this?" I'm open for that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm always open to learn new ways. So while I may be a leader, I'm a leader that still likes to learn. Yeah. I'm, I'm still open for changes and learning. So I think that's that's my biggest leadership style is even though I may have been leading and doing it one way. Yep. I, I'm open for suggestions. To me, there's sometimes there's always a better way to do something. That's important to know. And you have... Yes. You put on a lot of events and you have a lot of pieces to the puzzle that you have to put together and, and people are looking to you. How does that feel to you to know that you're a role model to people and you are the go-to for a lot of these It's people? scary. Is it? It is scary because I'll, I'm, I'm also the type I don't want to disappoint. Okay. I want to do something to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. I want it to be a success. Mm-hmm. I want to succeed in everything that I attempt to do. But many of these events, they don't take place without the entire village. Yep. Without all the volunteers, without all the sponsors, and and all these people behind the scene. I consider them more important than me. Because anybody can create a list 
and give that out. But those people behind the scenes are the ones mm-hmm. who really, truly help me do what I do now. I could, mm-hmm. I could not do it without each and every single volunteer that, that's out And there. you're a member of so many boards and you're, you volunteer a lot and just take us, I mean, it's so much. And I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm like, how does she do all of this? How does she make time for all this? So I want you to take me through a day in the life. What, what is it that you're doing every single day and how do you juggle it all? On a normal day, yeah. Of course, I work from usually eight thirty to five. Okay. For the for my full time job, town of Halifax. Um, if there's something that needs to be done at the market, mm-hmm. we normally will take care of that in the evenings. Okay. I do have vendors that are great volunteers will come down and assist. Um, then in the evenings at home, I'm on my laptop. I, I bet you have to be to get it all working done. Working on minutes, whether that's minutes for our Halifax Village Association or you know market. Anything that has to be done market-related, okay. normally I do that at home mm-hmm. in the evenings mm-hmm. because there's just not enough time in the day. You know, we have, you're talking about the board, the prizery. We yes. have two board meetings a month. Okay. So those, you know, we have our town council meetings once a month. Um, now working with the Healthy Harvest Community Garden, which we are super stoked to yeah. have them in the town of Halifax now. That, oh, I didn't know that. Yes, ma'am. They okay. just relocated to the town of Halifax. They are, they adjoin the, the Abbott's okay. behind on the side of the roller mill mm-hmm. property. So Abbott's has been a blessing to, you know, to the community garden to, That's to donate some land there for them to get that up and going. So, so the town of Halifax is acting as the fiscal agent nice. for the community garden. And that, and, and Carl Espy can tell you, that's been one of my things I have wanted and pushed for in the town as a community garden. Yeah. So when we got that call from them, you know, looking for a new home, that was just like, yes, I can check that off. Awesome. Check that off <laughs> so, but that's one of my newest endeavors. And, but I'm one who loves to be outside. Uh huh. And so this this one is just right up, just right up, just right up my alley. Yes. But, but we do have a lot of projects in town. You know, yeah. we have an alleyway project that currently mm-hmm. we're working on, funded through uh, ChangeX grant mm-hmm. with Microsoft. So so we're you know working on that. We ran into a few hurdles with some property owners, so we're just kind sure. of revamping that yeah. and, and moving it over a little bit. But that we hope to see some more work starting on that. Um, the market definitely keeps me on my toes. That's almost a second full-time job. I, I can imagine. Just being honest. That, but yeah. that is one that we are very, very proud of. And we are we're working with Studio Ammons out of Dinwiddie. The mm-hmm. market is getting ready to um, go through a complete renovation. Wow. So we'll have some more outdoor vendor space added. We um, are putting in a ghost kitchen mm-hmm. in, in the back of that building mm-hmm. that will offer tons of opportunities for individuals out here. Like Frankie, yeah, with our sauces, you know, vendors who like to cook but can't do it because they don't have an inspected kitchen. And there's tons of those out here in the county. That is amazing. Market that would like to expand, Mm -hmm. but they currently can't because they can't do an inspected kitchen in their home. Could be for numerous reasons, but we'll have that available at the market. That's amazing to have in our community. It really is. I mean, it's thriving and it's always busy on the weekends, isn't it? On Saturday? It is. We are very blessed to have, you know, we, and we also have the indoor market, Mm -hmm. which in itself is a blessing because we have over 20, 22, 23 
local arts and craft vendors. In right. There, and every one of those are local to Halifax County. And then outside, we currently are at capacity under the front canopy now. We have new farmers that have joined the market. We probably have five that have joined over the past year. Um, so extending that canopy space out front will allow more vendor you know, space mm -hmm. as well as an event venue. Wow. So we are, we're super excited about that. But there is a lot going on, a lot that does keep me on my toes. <laughs> we're talking about when I walked in your office here, I talked about how I liked your book rack. Yes. So I, I do try to get in two hours of reading every night, and that just kind of you know, eases your mind and just gets your mind away from everything else that you've been going on. <laughs> Well, all day. <laughs> I'm tired well, just just thinking about this schedule. So thank well, you for me, everything as, you do. Well, thank you, thank you. Trust me, as I start getting older, I probably will start slowing down. Yeah. a little bit. Um, but people are constantly asking me how I do it. But it's not it's not just me. It right. really is. I have a huge support team mm -hmm. um, from my husband to all of my volunteers, mm -hmm. and it's that's the only way any of this would be possible. That's is, amazing. Is so, with everything that you do and have done in your career, what advice would you give someone that's just starting in their career or, you know, in their career, not sure what they want to do? What's some advice you would give them? Um, right off the top of my head, I would just say, do your best at what mm -hmm. you feel comfortable doing. Mm -hmm. If you, I think if you start trying to exceed and do things that you don't feel comfortable at, if I was doing something I didn't feel comfortable at, I don't think I would give it 100%. And so I think if you want to do something and give 100%, you just do what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And um, we've had, you know, lots of guests on here. And a couple have said, you know, they had these ambitions of climbing up the ladder and yeah. they said they wanted this title and they wanted to be the head of something and then in their journey they realized really quickly like maybe that's not the best yeah. one for me maybe what, this yeah. is i think you have to explore all options too and don't right. settle the first don't settle right. the first thing that is thrown you know thrown your way because like you said you climb up that ladder and you get to that point and you may be there for two or three months and you're like oh wait a minute this Right. It really isn't what I like. It's not me. So, I mean, explore your options. And like I said, just do the best that you can. I think that's all anybody can do. Right. Just do the best that you can. Yeah, you have to be happy in it. Exactly. Or if you're, you're not happy, yeah. you're not going to give 100%. And right. the community and those who need that 100% is, is not going to be there. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And it's not going to be there. Yeah. And... And so through your journey, what's a lesson that you have learned that you take with you in your everyday life? <laughs> Just to do what I can do <laughs> and be the best that I can be, not for myself, but for everybody else as well. Yeah. And just, you know, I've learned to listen to people. I have, because again. That's a big one. Yeah. It, it, it is. And it, it, I think that has been a big struggle for me is, mm -hmm. is learning how to listen and mm -hmm. take that advice. Um. But I have learned it is very important because I don't know it all mm. and, and we don't. And so having other people who will sit down and say, hey, let's try this or let's do it this way. And hey, I have learned it, it pays to listen. Yes. It really does. It pays to listen to other people. You're so right. So what motto do you live by? What motto do I live by? Yeah. Um, run a hundred miles an hour. Well, I can see that. <laughs> as long as I can. No, I do. I just, I mean, what I'm doing, I'm happy at. I do yeah. a lot, but that is what makes me happy. 
Yes. Um, my children are grown, so we don't have any children at home. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband works full time, although he's getting ready to retire. So things, oh, things might change a little that bit. That is going to change he things. Will, he will be at home, so he's retiring after twenty-seven and a half years of law enforcement. Wow. So yeah, he'll be home. So things may change a little bit, but but no, I I did, I did do what makes me happy. Well, your husband's busy too, though. He is busy. Yes, yes. But we do. We do have a small business as that, well. Uh, let's add yes. something else to the list. <laughs> but that was—he got me into that one. He says, "Hey, I think I want to try this." So he, you know, tried tried the pork skin thing yep. just on the side for a little bit, and then it and then it grew into a little bit larger yeah. than what I would say I thought it would, or even what I wanted it to be, because he does that and he does catering. On, on the mm-hmm. side as well, so we we have a busy life. I know you we do. do. We have some of the pork skins in the office. We're gonna do a taste test Tuesday here with them. <laughs> it's like supposed to be the hottest ones. Oh, the triple A. Yeah. So I have please a bag make, of them. Please make sure somebody has milk. Okay, good to know. Please make sure someone has milk for that. Good to know. And I know and that the two talking. of you are super, <laughs> super busy. Let's just keep yes, adding to are, the list. But and, and I've learned from him, too, when I met him here. He has always, Of course, he's always worked in the community. Mm-hmm. But I've met so many people through him. So mm-hmm. not even just through you know my dealings with the town or different groups. I've met so many different people in such a diverse mm-hmm. community. And I think this, you know, the diverse community is so... So good, yes, to work with and yeah, being an inclusive community, and we have so much to learn mm-hmm. from everybody. We have so much to offer here, as you and I were talking before we yeah. started. There's so much in this county, in this community, and and we just I'm grateful for everything I've Absolutely. learned from everybody, and I still learn. Yeah, still learn. I told you I was sitting in a meeting the other day, and someone was talking about something and the same thing. Like I had no idea that was in that building, that that was mm-hmm. a resource mm-hmm. that was even available. Yeah, we have to keep working on getting the word out. We do. We do. We really do. We have yeah. tons and tons of stuff here. Tons yes. of resources, tons of options for everybody in this county. And not just those here, but the folks outside of our county yeah. looking in. Oh, yeah. You're right. I mean, because we're so close. I mean, we, we border mm-hmm. so many different you know localities of the Carolina line, going into Roxborough, Farmville, Danville. Lynchburg, we're surrounded. Yeah. So we need to show them what we have. We do. Yes. And with that being said, I mean, we've talked about all of the things that you are doing. So I, I know that you have goals. And <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not, and you want to go 100 miles an hour all the time. So uh, what are your current goals? What are you looking to achieve? Current goals. Next. Yeah, what's uh, next? Well, I've made it to 50. So that, so Congratulations. That was, so that was, thank you. So that was, I was like, I made it to 50. So that that was nice. Um, settle down a little bit. Okay. Now that my husband is retiring, mm-hmm. it would be nice. I'm not saying I'm going to give up everything. Yeah. But there are a few things that I may have to look at in the future. Sure. I'd like us to be able to do some stuff together now. So I think that would be my number one goal mm-hmm. is just figure out how we can get back. Mm-hmm. some family time mm-hmm. and then my other goals I think would be just to continue with my projects that I'm working on yeah you know alleyway project you know the healthy harvest community garden our Halifax Village Association in downtown is just now starting to reorganize after the hiatus hiatus from COVID um so, so yeah just to continue those projects but also maybe settle down 
a little bit and enjoy some family time. <laughs> I think oh. those are fantastic goals. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. Time. I'll have to wait and see if this actually happens. Exactly, you know? yes. And it, and it may not. It may not because who knows what my husband is going to get into right. after a couple of months of a honey-do list. Exactly. Um, so, that, so that may change all of my goals completely because I was just asked that very same question. Um, our prizery is is undergoing a strategic planning process, and mm-hmm. we kind of have a get to know each other before we get started. And so that was my same same thing was I'd like to take some time off, you know, travel right. a little bit would would really be nice. But will that happen? We shall wait and see. Yes, we shall wait and see. That'll be our next podcast segment. I know. Did Denise get to travel? Any? Okay. Well, I'm definitely gonna have <laughs> you back on. When does he retire? When does your husband retire? He actually is retiring in November. No. Oh. Very soon. Very so we're going to talk yeah. in about six months. <laughs> I'm going to bring you back on, and we're going to see if... But now, if I know ahead of time that we haven't traveled, I'm going to cancel that podcast. <laughs> I'm going to cancel this one. So. Well, I'll be touching base, and yes, I want to see you if informed. you've slowed down at all. But I have a feeling I'm going to see you know reports that you've you know joined another board or you're volunteering somewhere else. So. I'm not going to say I'm going to join any more boards. <laughs> I'm going to stay where I'm at and continue on some of the current projects. Well, I think because that's I'm a great I'm very passionate about these these projects, these mm-hmm. organizations, these groups, because each and every one of them have so much to offer in their own way. Yeah. And so I do think it is important. None of them could exist without the volunteers. Mm-hmm. I mean, every group you know has a board. Yep. They're all volunteers. Mm-hmm. When they get out to do an event, we have to have volunteers. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it is important. It yeah. is important. And very passionate about continuing to see our community and, and the town just, just yeah. grow. And continue to build these relationships. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can do so much when we work together. So who would you say is one of your biggest mentors throughout your journey? Honestly, speaking, I would say my husband. Oh, I love that. I would say my husband. And if he listens to this, he'll probably say, no, you're, you're just saying that to make me oh, feel good. Oh, I love it. But no, I think so. Moving here, because he, he's born and raised here. Mm-hmm. So moving here um, was a big difference. Sure. It was a big difference. I moved here with two small children. Yeah. I didn't know a single soul here. Mm-hmm. I did not know a single soul. But he has really helped and guided me since being here. And it's just, it's it's unreal to have someone. He's been by my side. Oh, I love it. The entire time. Uh, he's the one I call, hey, can you come to the market? I've had an emergency. I need some help. Yeah. Or, you know, he, he's the one who was helping me plant flowers outside of the prizery two months ago. So it's the things I get him into. And he just, he keeps a great attitude. I he love that. He really does. And sometimes I'm the one who will, you know, kind of get the little, you know, not so nice attitude about, oh, I got to do this and got to do that. And he, he very politely reminds me, you signed up for this. Yeah. So you have to remember that. But he, he's always by my side and just and, and, and is, is there for anything and everything. I, I truly believe that because this whole episode you've taught, it, it just sounds like you two are so aligned yep. and so goal-driven, and that's just so nice to, it, to hear, and congratulations on take, that. Thank you, thank you. It takes a team. It, yeah. It, it really does. So not a team just within, you know, 
your spousal, your relationship or whatever, again, it takes a team outside. Absolutely. Of everything. I mean, Absolutely. Look at your team here. Right. How you have grown. Right. It's, it's y'all's team here. Is you can't just, do it without them, right? No, you can't. Like I said, that's rather that's mm-hmm. in a personal relationship or outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, a team of, of people, team of bodies is just so important. It really is. So speaking of team, and you've mentioned, you know, you couldn't do it without all the volunteers. Mm-hmm. So where are some areas that people that are listening can go and volunteer? And what are some opportunities? <laughs> so I want to know how how can people get involved with everything that's going on and, and become volunteers? Well, of course, you can always reach out to me okay, through town, through Facebook, as many people do. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, Facebook is an easy way. To, to almost reach anybody if you really want to reach out. Um, our Healthy Harvest Community Garden in town, is we're looking for volunteers to help, yep. whether that's help planting the new produce, picking the produce, being there to distribute that to the local food banks, because that goes to our families and needs here. Mm-hmm. And the Community Garden did over 5,000 pounds of produce this year. Wow. Um, so we're currently needing volunteers for that. The Prizery. Yep. We have a great volunteer coordinator who is, is constantly sending out emails for all of our events. So the prizery, you can always message them on Facebook, or if you're out and about, you can stop by the prizery. Yeah. It's open during the day. Um, the market, when we do events, just like Vinny um, with the Italian restaurant, just hosted the Pizza Fest. Yep. Um, again, he was a, he's a great partner for the town and the community. But all of those events, are not possible without our volunteers. The prize wow. we can't yeah. host its events without volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the community garden doesn't exist without volunteers. Yeah. So anybody can always reach out to me on Facebook. You know, at, at work at the town office. Um, you know, my my email. You know, we can put that out there or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there are plenty of ways to reach out to me. Yes. If someone wants to volunteer, and I won't turn down a volunteer. <laughs> We will find a spot for you somewhere. So, um, well, you hear, heard it here, and I'll be sure to post all your information yes, when we post this, you. and it'll be in the episode notes. So if you want to volunteer, you um, will have all the contact information in this episode. So I'm excited yes. to see yes. everyone come and, um, and get involved because yes. that's really important. It really is. For the community to continue to grow and to offer mm-hmm. What we currently offer, we do, we, I mean, we really, really need the volunteers. And that's for everything. Yes. We do need the volunteers. Well, you're doing a great job at that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And we end every episode (laughs) with my favorite question of all time. If you could have dinner with one living person outside of your family, who would it be? George Clooney. Yes. Absolutely love myself some George Clooney. And I would even take Kim and Julia Roberts. She's one of my favorites, you know, since you know, Pretty Woman, all of that. Yes. Know. So, yes, if I could have dinner, I would go with George. If I could have it with both of them, that would even be better. What would you yeah. ask him? What would be one thing you would want to know about him? Oh, what would be one thing I want to know about George? Mm, that is a good question. Yeah. How did he get his start? In, yeah, that's in his, good. In his in his career, in his acting career, he seems so put together. He really does. He really does. Yeah. And, and I think and, and stays out of the just, spotlight, and you don't does. hear much about him. So you, I, you know, I've always wondered. He's one that we don't see. In yeah. The spotlight. So I'm like, I don't know what a model did. <laughs> To, you know, to get him yeah. there, but hey, I give her props. Yes. But, but no, George Clooney would be would be who I'd like to have dinner with. 
Well, George, if you're listening, reach out. <laughs> and let's yes, make this yes. happen. <laughs> I will definitely go out to dinner with you if you're listening. <laughs> well, I thank you so much for being here today and sharing everything that you're doing. And I can't wait to see what else is in store for you. No, thank you. Um, thank you, your team, yeah. Rogers, for everything Absolutely. y'all are doing. I mean, y'all have grown leaps and bounds. If you talk about looking up to somebody, I really look up to you. I know you and I oh, communicate thank you. on a regular basis, but I'm constantly seeing what y'all are doing. Thank you. In the community and, and I applaud you and your team. Thank you. That. So thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. And I can't wait to have you back in six months and see where you're at. We'll see. We'll see. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. Continue providing your feedback and liking and subscribing and reviewing. I love hearing all the responses. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thanks.